number was the icon issue. Pop is bizarre. I'm covering the icon issue. I got issues. Yeah, bitch. I got issues. W Po Cosmo. I got issues. Hey guys, welcome back to our podcast. Um, I hope you guys are doing great during the quarantine. I know that some of you might have it extended, some of you might have to go back to work, but Cross fingers that, you know, it doesn't escribate worse than it yeah. already is. I had a nightmare and about it, but this podcast is not that, about my nightmare. This is Dwayne as well. I'm maybe on. we should do we should do um a quarantine <laughs> dreams episode, like dreams you had during the quarantine. <laughs> I haven't been writing and, them down, but I'll start writing them down. Yeah, everybody's dreams has been pretty, you know, elevated lately. It's been kind of out out of the ordinary. <laughs> yeah. And I don't dream a lot. To Me be honest, either. On a so, regular. Yeah. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll see if we want to do an episode about that. Yeah. Let's get into <laughs> and, it, though. What are you mad yeah, about yeah, yeah. today? Let me let me well, let me know what, what you're mad about today. <laughs> well, I've been I've been given social media hints. So if you've been looking at on Instagram, I've been like, <laughs> I haven't. Like, I deleted the app so that I could be more focused. I just pulled it up uh, now, and now I'm looking at what you put, and I'm like, wait, what? You had us all split up by our our um our signs, like by our zodiac signs. Yes. I'm like, what? Mm-hmm, no. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes, because I'm Gemini's get a bad rap, and I'm a Gemini. <laughs> well, I I didn't make the list, so. <laughs> but you posted it. <laughs> I, it was from the online. I I I'm just looking at what everybody else said. That's that all I did. So I don't agree with funny. mine. Either. I don't, I agree, don't agree, agree with mine, mine at all. <laughs> and it's it's more of the most toxic trait. So yeah. it's not necessarily a trait that you're just like, okay, I'm born with this simply because I fall within this horoscope. Yeah. It's more like, okay, if you are on the worst end, this is something you most likely show. Now, if you, you believe in horoscopes, my husband would probably agree with mine, but I don't agree with it. And I, I do agree with the one that's written down for him too. So it is what it is. So it might be like that. Yeah. People see you more on the outside than you see yourself. So yeah. it might be like that. Um, but yeah, so I've been posting a lot of things on um, Instagram or social media in general, just to kind of give an idea of this week's topic. And if you already, you already probably know, cause I posted it on the story, but this I, I won't say I'm angry, angry because I'm, you know, I'm a little calm right now. I'm not like, cause it's, it's not my personal problem, you know, but and your personal it's a problem. problem so I you noticed. ain't never done it. You ain't never done it. I, no, 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 no. I have, I have. Okay. All right. So it is your I'm personal problem. Being, I'm already being, a, I'm being attacked guys. If you guys, you guys see this attack, <laughs> I have had this problem in the past, but it is, let me be clear. It is no longer a personal problem I deal with because if I decide to stay in something that I shouldn't be in, it's more of, I see more benefit than, you know, loss. So that's yeah. why I'm still there. We're talking about, I want to say toxic relationships, but it necessarily doesn't have to be toxic, but it's most like, it's more like, why do you go back to your ex? They can be toxic. They can be negative. They can be violent. They can be whatever it is, mm-hmm. so anything bad. Because I know people have different definitions of toxic. We talked about this in our group chat the other week where people think toxic might mean, you know, just negative things in terms of domestic violence, while other people think toxic is just, if you have negative characteristics in a relationship, you're toxic. So mm-hmm. it could be either or, but We'll just basically put everything under that umbrella of just anything that's poisonous to your well-being, your mental health, physical well-being, and just emotional all around psychological state. It's toxic. Yeah. So that's what we're going to base our episode on. It's just going to be, why do you keep going back to your ex that is not bringing anything positive into your life? They are not speaking positive into your situation. Every time you get back with them, it's an argument, a fight. You break mm-hmm. up 10 times. You get back together 10 times. Y'all, everybody says, why are y'all together? But you're like, you know, it's us against everybody. <laughs> <laughs> and um, I had actually had a few questions of like, if you fall within this categories, 
you're probably in a toxic relationship. First of all, is the I, I want to say, is it, is it toxic or not? It's up to you. But is a toxic dick or sex too good? You can't get enough of them that you keep going back. And you know it's bad. But you know what? Mm-hmm. Sex, sex too bomb. Dick too bomb. You know, you're getting all this ass. You can't help it. You just keep going back. Have you guys broken up more than three times? And you still don't know what you want to do. And y'all still keep going back to each other, hoping mm-hmm. that it'll work the fourth, fifth, sixth time. Do you feel right. that that person is not good for you? Everybody tells you they're not good for you. But you just can't stay away. I mean, you just, you just, it's like a magnet, you know, they keep drawing yeah. you back. You don't know what it is. Do you feel soul tied to your ex or whoever you are with that you just can't seem to find anyone else that can compare? Like that person is number 10 and everyone else you've dated has been number five, four, three, two, one, but you still can't get away from them. You know, they're not good for you, but no one else can seem to compare to this person. And you can't explain why. Might also be soul ties, but that's a different discussion. And lastly, have you been emotionally hurt, mentally drained, physically abused, but you just can't leave? And there are many reasons why people can't leave. So we don't want to point right. fingers and blame you as a personal, oh, you should just get out of there. There are many situations people endure where they know that for the sake of their own life and people they care about, they can't leave that situation. So if you fall within any of these categories, this conversation is to you. And I also did a special shout out to the toxic like people everybody out here. falls into this category. Okay, like who has, okay. who has exactly. not done one of the things on this list or thought one of the things on this list. I feel like mm-hmm. it's for everyone. I mm-hmm. like even people that now will just cut you off after the first thing you you do. I feel like that's because in the past they have fed into some of these things and mm-hmm. they learn from it. So I feel mm-hmm. like this conversation is for everybody. Mm-hmm. And even if you have never experienced these things and you're one of those, you know, oh, I've never, you know, been in this situation type person, like it's never happened to me. You don't know what's going to happen tomorrow. You mm-hmm. don't know what's going to happen in the next oh, month. These are it's- lessons that people should be told about before they're put in that situation. Exactly. So we're going to break it down as to why you might be that kind of person who just can't get away or a person who seems to be stuck in the same cycle over and over looking for a different result. And let me just be clear. Insanity is when you do the same thing over and over again, expecting, expecting the same different, uh, results. different results. Yes. So if you're, if you're the kind of person who keeps doing this over and over again, you keep going back to the same X five times expecting something different. Just keep in mind, you might be insane. <laughs> I just want to, I just want you to know. And then um, um special t- shout out to the toxic people who, you know, they want you to fix their own problems, but they don't want to offer any assistance to yours or listen. They want you to feel mm. sorry for them and they want you to be responsible for what happens to them. They never want a problem to be really solved. And once you've helped them with one problem, there's always another one back that you're following them up with. So and I feel so- like this is also with friendships too. Like this oh, isn't yeah. just like, mm-hmm. this isn't just about relationships, like yeah, intimate you can have relationships. Ex-friends. Ex friends, yeah. ex boyfriends, ex ex parents, some people who are emancipated <laughs> and just <laughs> for real. Do you know how many Nigerians right now are in toxic oh relationship gosh. with their parents? I mean, speaking I from a Nigerian I get perspective. It, but like you're like <laughs> their blood. Like, I don't know. You can't really get away from that one. Oh yeah, you can't. But you can definitely let them go and dip. <laughs> <laughs> you, can't, you can't cut them off blood ties because you're yeah. you know, permanently related. But if you know it's not good for you and you know your mental health, your physical, in fact, your progress, your success, anything that's supposed to be good that's happening to you is being threatened mm-hmm. by that person. You need to get out of that situation as soon as possible. And we're going to offer resources as well as how to, you know, get out of that because that's what we do best, you know, try to help yeah. y'all out. So that's where we're here today. So. Of course, before, you know, we get too deep into it, we start to kind of list out facts and stuff. Um, And before I actually even start anything, first things first, if you've gotten to this point of this episode and you haven't subscribed to our episode yet, please go ahead and click that subscribe button. I sound like a YouTuber. (laughs) 
Yep, no, but you, you got to subscribe to the podcast. Come on. Yeah, it you're not going to know zero dollars to hit the subscribe really. button. Come on, come on. We got good content. <laughs> we do. We do. And we're really trying to help people out here. We're not charging anything for it. We just feel like we really have good things to say that all of you are kind of dealing with at some point in your lives. And why not offer advice that, you know, can be useful and not just unsolicited advice. Okay, we find actual resources to back up our stuff. So <laughs> you can also access all of that in our show notes. But yes, please subscribe. Five stars. Because if you give us five stars, then somebody else can find our podcast because they'll know it exists and we're not just in a podcast black hole. <laughs> and yes, yeah, so thank you in advance. But yeah, so the episode today, toxic relationships, toxic friendships, toxic anything that doesn't bring you positivity in mm -hmm. your life. So in, in today's episode, I'm kind of sticking to ex-relationships and I'm saying ex-boyfriend, ex-girlfriend, but take it as how you need whatever X in your life is not, you know, bringing you any positivity and you just need to let them go. You can also apply these to them. So first things first, um, what are the main reasons that we tend to go into unhealthy relationships? Dwayne, do, do you have any ideas from your personal opinion? Why do you think people just go into unhealthy relationships? Well, Normally the thing or is, first and foremost, I don't think anybody wakes up and just says, I'm going to be involved in a toxic relationship today. Okay. Mm -hmm. I don't think that that's the case. I think that people find themselves in certain situations where maybe you might have not been aware of the red flags that you're being shown. Mm -hmm. And so you overlook them for one reason or another. You're trying to give the benefit of the doubt. Or maybe sometimes people are just that good at pretending that you don't even notice that they're toxic until you are so far gone in a relationship mm -hmm. with them. And then now you got to sit down and think about the pros and cons of breaking up with them. You know, mm -hmm. I think that that's, that's really what it is. Right, right. So the average person, unless you like that kind of stress in your life, traumatics yeah. and negativity. Mm -hmm. You're not necessarily looking. And there are people who do. There are people who like the oh, excitement. Yeah, they sure. like the fun. They, they want that. It's like, I've seen tweets about people saying like, if he's not cheating on me, I don't want him. If he's that's not crazy to me. See, that's <laughs> crazy to me. Like, no, thank you. No, thank exactly. you. Exactly. Like you want that kind of stress. Like, oh, if he's not looking at other women, if he's not making me feel like I got to work to get him, I don't want him. But I'm I like feel like people who do crazy stuff like that, no offense, you got like mommy issues or daddy issues or somewhere <laughs> in between the, you know, like you have some other emotional unresolved issue that you're not working on, but instead mm -hmm. you're wasting all this energy chasing toxic relationships because it gives you that fulfillment or excitement that you're looking for because you haven't mm -hmm. yet, um, you haven't yet kind of resolved your other issues right that's and, my you know, opinion therapy, people out here just i'm gonna probably add some therapy to the end of the show notes as well as a suggestion yeah. because people just therapy is just not something people willingly just rush into unless you like you feel like if you're self-aware you'll know the average person yeah. is therapy but most people don't they just don't and we already touched on that in our previous episode on why black people don't get therapy but it applies to everyone else if you're not getting therapy you'll probably fall into that category as well but yeah. basically based on what Dwayne says people don't want to just walk into a negative relationship but somehow somewhere you find yourself in yeah. exactly like you find yourself in this mix and why so i was look, reading uh, articles online and um People who have been in these relationships who can't seem to leave or just find themselves in a situation where they didn't anticipate it get going bad and it does and now they're not sure or they just keep going back to the relationship that's already gone bad. Um, mm -hmm. According to Elite Daily, it's an article that talks about relationship psychology and all that stuff. They said that people get back with their exes or just you know people who they shouldn't be back with because they want safety and familiarity. It's the fear of going back to the dating scene. Basically, they won't. They they don't they're being open and vulnerable in a new relationship. And some people don't like doing that. They want to stick with what they know, or they've been oh, heartbroken yeah. in a new relationship and they want to go back to what they're used to. And so people tend to seek like the safety and, 
uh, comfort of the relationship that they're familiar with than a completely new environment where they don't know what's going to happen. And some people are actually stuck in a relationship or keep going back because there's a financial hold, you know, a situation where yeah. you can't afford to, you literally can't afford to leave. Your kids might be at risk. You might be at risk. Somebody has more financial power over you and makes a lot of decisions for you. And you know, it's toxic, but you need that financial stability and you can't afford to leave. And some people also feel empty. They feel lonely. They're, they, they feel when they break up or they're alone, yeah. they just can't handle that emotion. So they feel yeah. better when they're with somebody else, good or bad. And that's well, true. that's not always healthy, of course, but sometimes the feeling, your heart, you know, the heart wants what it wants, you know, like yeah. the heart speaks a lot more than our brain does. Even though most human beings need to be logical, we'd let our heart do a lot of the talking. And it can mm-hmm. put us in situations where we shouldn't be in. And another um, elite daily uh, suggestion was that others might feel relief when the relationship has been filled with conflicts, anger, and fighting because it gives them the idea that it's basically a perfectly imperfect relationship and it keeps them on their right. toes. Some people actually get satisfaction from knowing, hey, you know how that feeling where everything is going good and you're like, something must be going wrong soon? You know, like there's yeah. no way it's perfect. Yeah. So if it's like you don't want to feel like, oh man, you know, sometimes good things just happen to you and it's okay to accept that. So you shouldn't have to feel like you have to fill a relationship with conflict, arguments, and, you know, just negativity simply because you feel like it's going too good or it's too positive that you're expecting, basically you're speaking it into existence. You're creating self-doubt in a relationship that might be going well, and then you're self-sabotaging yourself. So you might feel like a relationship with conflict, anger, and fighting is normal because, hey, Mm -hmm. human beings fight, human beings argue, human beings, you know, do this and this, and when they're not, are we really in a relationship you know right Right. so those are other things and then um the article was asking though like the real question though is how do you take your own emotional temperature and know the difference between neediness in a relationship and the impulse to return to a negative relationship hoping that it's improved how do you how do you know within yourself that hey i just need someone right now compared Mm -hmm. to I just need to be with this person right now. Because if you need to be with this person right now, it might be a positive outlook in terms of just the love you have for one another or whatever. But if you just need to be with someone, anyone, which is a reason for you to go back. So um, from my research, I found that like on average, so this is, there's other um, facts that can kind of show more, but this is like actually just looking at young adults, age 17, through 24, like they have reported based on the Journal of Adolescent Research, they found in an article, um, in a study that they did, 24% (laughs) of young adults age 17 to 24 that were studied reported getting, breaking up and getting back together with an ex. And 53% of those people also admitted to having sex with an ex. So the long and short of the story is that this is way more common than you think it is. This is just within the age bracket of 17 to 24, but from everything that I had been reading as well, even those that are married, people that are older, mm-hmm. we all have this issue. Like even mm-hmm. people yeah. in not so committed relationship, in committed, not so, you know, very, very committed. Yeah. It, it ranges, but we all have the issue of like breaking up with someone and getting mm-hmm. back together. Have you, Sandra, ever found yourself in a toxic relationship? And oh yeah, definitely. You, how, did you, um... how did you know that it was toxic? Well, I was 17, 18 in college. I had met the guy I was dating um, through Howard University. I dated him for three years of Howard University. That was basically when I disappeared um, and you guys didn't hear from me <laughs> through that relationship. It wasn't his fault or anything, but the relationship started off wrong. First of all, he was already, he already had a girlfriend. Okay. Let's just. Oh no. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so he basically told me he was single and you know, Howard University is like 10% guys, 90% women. <laughs> 
so yeah, 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 it, was, yeah. it was very easy for him to get away with that because there were so many female dorms and you can date one in two different dorms and they'll never oh, find so out about you each didn't other. know you didn't know that he oh no i didn't know i didn't know um i found out through twitter <laughs> actually oh, um no. he actually, yeah he, he was talking to me for three to four months and then he um finally said would you be my girlfriend and i'm like yeah sure but granted i was looking at signs and stuff but I, I what reason do i have not to believe him he, if i see a sign and i ask you and you say it's not what it is i'll say okay sure i was young and naive and i was just like whatever Four months um, into our talking stage, he asked me out. One to two weeks after he asked me out, I saw on Twitter that he was helping some girlfriend move. And I was like, girlfriend? <laughs> Come to oh. find out, I go all the way back and I look at her Facebook and her relationship had been with him for almost like six months to a year. And I'm like, fam, you were dating this girl damn near before you got to Howard University. Like, why are you even trying to talk to me? Why are you, you know, leading me on this yeah. path? And, you, know, you know how it got worse though? He ended up how? breaking up with her and then we started dating for three years after that. Oh, no. <laughs> Yeah, 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 yeah. Yes. He wasn't really sorry about the whole situation. He was just sorry he got caught. Exactly, exactly. So now but I'm his not new this. situation was interesting enough that he was willing to let the old one go. Exactly, basically. And he kept saying oh, how he toxic. didn't want to hurt her feelings. <laughs> he didn't want to break her heart. I'm like, so you don't want to break her heart, but you're willing to start a whole different relationship? Do you care yeah. about that person? If that's what you're willing to do, that's kind of messed up. But I was young, you know. I was like, okay, you know, he broke up with her for me. So oh, yeah, you know, that's a super uh, red flag. Yeah. So I was like, okay, okay, let's date. So we did it for three years. When I tell you a year into the relationship, I was like, and this is not it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. This is not amazing. it. But guess what, though? I stayed for another two years, two toxic yeah. years that I really didn't need to be there. It wasn't violent or anything crazy like that. But you could tell like he was some sort of a pathological liar. Every little thing he just lied about for no reason. He just found yeah. a reason to lie about it. Did you go to the gym today? Yeah, I did. And he would give me specific lies. <laughs> Wow. You you know they're lying when they that give you That has to be my stuff. biggest pet peeve is lying. Like lying for no reason at that. That's crazy. I don't get it. What do you get out of it? Just be honest. I'm not going to... I ask you if you go to the gym and you tell me you did, you worked out, you did this. I come to your apartment, I check on you and you're, you're playing video games. Where is the gym? <laughs> so so yeah. on the flip side, have you ever been the toxic person in a relationship? Or I probably in a relationship? have. Uh, yeah, I probably have. I'm, I've been the person that ghosts. You know, that's yeah. pretty much my, my biggest toxic thing. If I get annoyed, I block and I ghost and yeah. I leave and I disappear and I just go off the face of the planet and you don't hear from me from five years from now. That's that's Damn. what I do. And that's yeah, crazy. I, I know, I know, I know. I'm getting better at it. I promise nowadays I've actually gotten better at it um, from being in a relationship and starting in, um, just the maturity level of, of my life. I'm starting yeah. to get to the point where I'm just like, you know what? I don't want to, I don't want to talk to you because A, I'm dating somebody else or B, I'm not interested. I just let yeah. people know now. Like there's no reason to have to disappear. That's not fair to them. They're, you, you're, I can live in limbo. I can be like, okay, mm -hmm. I don't have to know. I don't care. But the average person wants closure and that's not fair to, to, to take that away from them. And I'm learning that, you know, like sometimes you need, you need to give people closure and in relationship, if you're going to leave <laughs> or yeah. situation, you owe them as much as just, this is why. And uh, hope you have a good life. Yeah, that's no, all you that's have true. to do. You don't have to, you know, do too much. So yeah, here are we're reasons too that... going back and forth. <laughs> right, right. So then here are reasons that I found um, that you po possibly just keep going back to that ex. One, I just want to put this out there. I'm pretty. I asked somebody. I said, "What reason do you like?" Last week, I said, "Why do you think people go back to their toxic ex?" He goes, "Because toxic sex is great." I was yeah. like, "Excuse me." <laughs> He goes, yeah, he goes, after you finish arguing, you're fighting. Sometimes if you hit each other, it can get a little, you know, aggressive and you can just put that towards the rough sex. And I was like. <laughs> crazy. Yeah. But no, I, I'm not even surprised. I, I would like to act like I'm surprised, but I'm not. Yeah. And I was sitting here like, are you sure? Like, I thought that when you make love, it's a little 
better? He goes, no, sometimes it's just much better when you're just, you know, aggressive with each other, just, you know, animalistic and just like, you know, yeah. rough, rough human nature. And you just bring that out of you. And sometimes arguing and being toxic brings that out of people. And some people are, they just enjoy that type of sex. And that's yeah. why they keep going back. They know that person is always going to give them that, that type of sex. And here's another reason, bomb dick slash sex in general. Mm -hmm. bomb dick slash you know ass can get people going crazy first of all like that's just let's just put that out there if you are getting bomb dick or bomb ass from a girl or a guy and you know they're not good for you you already know that's why you're going back i don't have to tell you (laughs) you know that's why you're going back like every time you get in your house and you have to pack your overnight bag just look at yourself in the mirror and Mm -hmm. be like you're going back again again another (laughs) (laughs) another night Another day, another toxic relationship that you're keeping on your on your ties for no reason. Something you should have cut off. But you're, you're walking out with a shackle and, and chain and ball and you're going back again. For what? Some mm-hmm. bomb, you know, sexual relationship. I don't know if it's worth it for some people, but for some it is. So another reason is they're bored. Bored people do stupid things. I have to admit. Right. <laughs> you make bad decisions when you're bored. Look at coronavirus. I don't know how many corona babies are about to be born. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. But honestly, that shouldn't be the case. I mean, if you're following the rules, you cannot just go to somebody else's house unless you were already are on they? team together. And no, you are know they? what? I don't think they are, but are I'm they? Just saying, you know, and also, the rules. you know, the divorce rate apparently went up because of the coronavirus because spouses are forced to be in the same house with each other. I mean, it's hard to be married. So I can believe <sighs> that. And that's crazy. It's not a walk in the park. So, you guys, if you're not sure and that toxic ex decides to lock you in by proposing, run. (laughs) Run. If you've broken up with him three times already, you call him cheating. He said he was going to do better. And then you want to propose? Run. Sometimes it's because that ex is afraid of being alone as well is something you have on this list. And I feel like I've met so many people where it's like they're always in a relationship. Like they break up with mm-hmm. one person, they're in, onto their next relationship, they're onto the next, they're onto the they next. Can't they, they, they can't be alone. They can't. They can't be alone. And what better way than to just keep going back to the person that you just left instead of finding someone new? Some people just don't exactly. want to be alone. Oh, another thing is body count. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, yep. same thing. Body you count. don't want to add to it's it, huge. so it's better to just mm-hmm. go back to the person that you were with and just exactly. keep sitting with that one person. Exactly. Toxic or not. But you have to keep in mind that when you keep going back to this one person, even though you might think you might not have feelings attached, sex, having good sex or enjoying good sex is a type of feeling. So you are having feelings attached. Oh, bro. I have such like (laughs) deep, deep thoughts about like sex and how some people can say like it's just really not a big deal and it's just this and it's like soul ties because i believe yes 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 Mm -hmm. i do i I really believe in it and like there was something that i saw a couple of years ago this is kind of off track about how like Mm -hmm. when you um are intimate with someone and have sexual intercourse with a person like their dna stays in you for like five years Mm. stays with you so it's like if you're wondering why you had this kind of situationship and you keep going back and just having this not a relationship but a relationship they're using you for sex i mean it could be it could it could be why <laughs> exactly and you, and some people who don't believe in soul ties are the ones mm-hmm. who are usually fine with like the one night stands and the you know quick quick relationships but like, then oh, the they sex. don't believe in it but whoever it was that they had the one night stand is it's like blowing up their phone and like stalking them everywhere <laughs> because it's just not that easy it, it's really not it's really not and, and some people are just made it a lifestyle it's just a life they yeah. like to live and it's like good for you 
go ahead, do what you want to do, but don't be shocked when certain things don't work out how they're supposed to. Yeah. And you need to be able to acknowledge when you are in the wrong. And some people just don't yeah. know how to do that. It's just, it's difficult for some people. And then another oh, reason, um, you're executing. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know this what? one. I'm, I know, I'm like, I resonate with this one on oh, okay, so okay. Tell us, tell us. many levels. The guilt about <laughs> leaving. Us. Oh my gosh. No, <laughs> it is like my toxic, my only really other serious relationship that I had before getting married like my that relationship was pretty toxic and like my one reason why it just like kept dragging on is because of the guilt of leaving because this person was so toxic like they actually um threatened to like commit suicide if I left them and, and like that I, is not I was uncommon. like living with this guilt like okay first of all that is just emotionally that's like that's emotional abuse one but two it's just like I had this guilt of like oh my gosh I feel so bad this person is having so many issues like their life isn't going how they want it to go and then like you just mm-hmm. like okay fine I'll stay with you but at the end of the day I had already said I, I'm done with this but the only reason that I ended up like keep right. going back is because they kept trying to guilt trip me to not leave. That's crazy. And yeah, I, yeah. I agree with you there because that was a reason why I was, um, that was a reason that I actually stayed with my ex, um, as well, yeah. because I, after one year I said I was done, but I stayed for two years, but not because yeah. he threatened me or anything, but I just kind of felt bad because I was just like, oh my goodness, you know, he was, he had dropped out of Howard. He was looking for yeah. money to pay the student loans he owed. He had two yeah, jobs waiting. So many things. He was, yeah. yeah, he was just struggling. You don't want to leave like, them when they're down. <laughs> mm-hmm. I, I really felt bad. I felt bad. Like if I left at that moment, I would, I was going to be that person. He, maybe I would be the reason he hates women, you know, like yeah. women suck and, and I'm, I'm the, I'm the poster child for all things wrong with but women. But if it was already a toxic relationship, <laughs> it's like now that we're both grown, I think we know better than to ever be in a situation where we're like, oh, well, no, it's not their fault it's not your fault that their life is not going how it wanted how they wanted it to go it's not your Mm -hmm. fault that they have all these toxic traits that have now pushed you away and you're just like ready Mm -hmm. to be done like that that i mean it's not fair it's not fair at all i mean i mean whatever it is what it is and i shouldn't i should do with you and I shouldn't feel responsible as well for your entire life. Like, yeah I, yeah, I was dating you. I'm not your mother. I'm not the person who brought you to this planet. I'm not your God. Why mm-hmm. am I not responsible for you taking your life or staying on this earth? Like, why is oh, that yeah, my yeah, job? No, that's crazy. And, and keep in mind, guys, for those of you who might be in this situation, nothing you do will stop them from doing what they want to do. So yep. if you need to get out of there, get out of there. Do not feel guilty. Just get out of there. They'll they have, always have another reason for why you need to why. stay with them. Mm-hmm. And that's the narcissistic part. And we'll touch on that right before um, we start giving our advice. Another reason people tend to stay in relationships they shouldn't be in is because it's comfortable. You're used to oh, this yeah. person. You're around them all the time or you were around them all the time. They bring back good memories for the most part. Sometimes bad memories, but you try to overlook that because the good tends to overshadow the bad. And you kind of just, you know, you want to stay there. You know, it's, if mm-hmm. you stay, if you start dating somebody else, get on Tinder, get on, you know, Bumble, whatever, and you start dating other people, that process that process of just starting to meet somebody else, I have to say it is stressful. Yeah. <laughs> it is unnecessarily stressful. Like, you know, why, why? And sometimes people, first of all, let's not even talk about the catfishes. Okay. That's stressful mm-hmm. enough. So nobody wants to do all of that when they already have something comfortable that they can go back to. So the like, um, the fear of being, uh, the fear of rejection and the need to be in control. That's, that's on the bracket for narcissistic mm-hmm. people. Narcissistic people don't like rejection. And if you leave them, it's almost like a slap to their ego. They're like, how dare yeah. you? Like, they think they're the best thing that ever happened to you. So like, how dare you walk away? And that also feeds into their fear of rejection. And as a result of them not wanting to be rejected, they also exhibit um, 
irrational control over you. They try to take control over everything you do because they want to make sure that you don't get the chance to walk away. And you need to understand that I am the best thing that's ever happened to you and will ever happen to you. So there's nowhere you're going. And they then, you know, overshadow you with a bunch of guilt, stress, and just a bunch of lies and psychological terror that keep you in a relationship you don't want to be in. And then the last option for those of you who are really, really trying to make it work, (laughs) kudos to you. Sometimes you get in a relationship with somebody and it's just not the right time. Sometimes you're with somebody and you love each other strongly. This goes really well for early college relationships. You don't know what you want at 17, 18, 19. Even at 21, you don't know what you want. You're just getting to know yourself, getting to know your surroundings, getting to know where you're going to be in life, making crazy decisions that might change your future and the future of your generations. And you don't even know where you're going to go. So the last thing you want to focus on is deciding who you're going to be with for the rest of your life. So it's totally okay to to be in a situation where you're like, you know what? I like you. I love you. I'm going to be with you. But maybe not right now. Maybe if our paths cross again, maybe in the next two, three years, maybe we just stay friends. And if the you know, spark ignites again, we try. Mm-hmm. It doesn't it doesn't hurt to do that. In that situation, I, I am completely a hundred for it because you're making the conscious decision to put something on hold that you think is beneficial for you, but you also have to focus on yourself first because I always scream this, if you cannot love yourself, how can you love someone else? If you don't mm-hmm. know what it's like to feel love from within yourself, to love yourself, to look in the mirror and and think you're the shit and you're just an amazing person that somebody deserves to treat good. How can you require that from someone else? That's that's asking for a lot. And if somebody's treating you like trash or like a, a, a useless, you know, like I don't, you don't need to be here. You wouldn't even know if that's good or bad because you don't know what it's supposed to feel like when you are in a good relationship because you never experienced yeah. it because you never took the time to learn about yourself by just sitting alone, not dating anyone else and loving yourself. That's all, mm-hmm. you know, like it, it's hard for some people, but you know, we'll get there. So anyway, there are many characteristics that we just mentioned, and there are different things that you can find in a person. Red flags. We're not going to go through this whole episode listing the thousands of red flags you can find in a yeah. relationship. But the number one thing I want to talk um, about is narcissistic uh, relationships or a narcissistic to- toxic person. So I want you guys to be aware of a narcissistic toxic person because their MO usually includes gaining total control over a situation. And a situation means you too. If you're in that situation, they just need to have control over you and that situation and make decisions on where it'll go. They demand your undivided attention and always attempt to convince you that you need to join whatever cause they're going for and that their way of thinking is better than yours. They think that they're always right and that you're always wrong. And that kind of toxic person will not think of anything in terms of invading your space because your space is their space. And they'll also try to isolate you from other people that you're close to. And that's not love. It's poison, aka toxic. So if, you, if you're in a situation like that, please, if, 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 if you thought about someone right now, as I said, all of those things and somebody popped into your head, that's most likely the person it is. <laughs> if somebody, if you realize everything I just said is just a check mark for the person in your life right now, then I really need you to sit there and consider if staying in that relationship is the best thing for you to do. Because sometimes loving yourself is just, it's, it's worth, in fact, all the time, loving yourself is worth more than somebody else. You need to learn how to yeah. love yourself first. And if, I, I, you can't do that. I, I honestly just believe like there's a, a few key fundamentals that once you have will help you navigate being in relationships and knowing when you need to end something. I feel like, like you said, just like loving yourself, being very aware of like red flags, certain red flags that people will mm-hmm. display. And sometimes that comes from experience. Sometimes that comes from listening to podcasts like like this mm-hmm. one or like from having different conversations. But like, I feel like for me, 
the biggest thing also is just like listen to your instincts, listen to your feelings. If you have like a bad feeling about someone or something and you can't quite put a finger on it, there is nothing wrong with being like, I don't know, nothing happened. The situation just didn't feel right and I'm done. Like, I feel like sometimes we we don't listen to our instincts and we're like, okay, it doesn't feel right, but he hasn't done nothing wrong. So I'm going to just keep going back to him or Mm -hmm, I will just keep staying in this thing until something goes wrong. But, you know, Mm -hmm. listen to your instincts. Like if something doesn't feel right, then just dip and there's, and don't, don't be sorry about it. (laughs) Your gut is usually right, guys. Your gut is usually right. And when you don't listen to your gut, you end up in a situation that you should have been out of three months. (laughs) into it you know like I spent two years of my life in a relationship I should have been gone from within a year you know it started in a toxic manner and it finished in a toxic manner and I didn't tell you how it ended by the way after I broke up with him and I said I broke up with him sorry guys I broke up with him on Valentine's Day I apologize for those of you who love Valentine's Day awful first of all I know he's (laughs) did you really have to (laughs) no I didn't I didn't want to I came back from the mountains from praying with my church I wasn't alive. I came back from the mountains of fire. I came to back to Maryland and I said, you know what? I don't want to be with you anymore. But we had a Valentine's Day dinner. I was going to pay for it. I was going to take him out. So I was going to take him out on Valentine's Day, not break up with him there. Actually wait till the end of the month. But he heard my voice over the phone. He heard something wasn't right. And he was just like, what's wrong? He was also the kind of person who would pester you until you spoke. You know, like when you say, I don't want to talk about something, he would be the kind of person who pushes you into Yeah, yeah, that kind of person. So I was like, you know what? Fuck it. I don't want to be with you anymore. Like I'm done. Oh and my so, gosh. <laughs> so that ended. And and to top it off, he actually stalked he came to my apartment where I was living and saw a guy drop me off on a date three months oh, after our relationship and then sent me a text saying that, oh, we've been broken up for three months and you're already dating somebody else. I was like, what the hell were you doing outside of my apartment? Parked there like a stalker. Like, what the hell? <laughs> and 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 to make it worse, after that we decided we'd just be friends. So three months, six months in, I said, well, Oh cool, my gosh. Let's be friends. Worst Worst thing that could possibly happen, he yeah. hacked into my Apple iCloud and deleted all my devices. Wait, what was the yeah. point of that? I don't know. He wanted he wanted to let me know that you know what, I'm the man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep. He hacked and he deleted all. I actually had to call Apple and I was like, my ex deleted all my stuff. They were like, wow, I'm so sorry for that. I was like, yeah, can you just put it back on on the system? Dang. Thankfully, I, I uploaded my stuff into iCloud, but they were like, it's okay. We got you. We'll just, you know, put the last updates you had. I was like, thanks. She was like, I'm so sorry. I was like, it's okay. I'll send him a long message and I'll block him. That's crazy. <laughs> and that's, yeah. So it got worse and worse and worse. And I felt so much better knowing that I ended it because look at how bad it got when I decided mm-hmm. to leave. Yeah. <laughs> so no, 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 he wasn't violent, but yeah. So yeah, with that being said, guys, we have resources that we're, um, of course, going to offer you all need to use please 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 check the notes mm-hmm. basically we have one for identifying a toxic person it's not exactly like you know a doctor's quiz where you <laughs> you're identified online like oh i'm a toxic person but it is a pretty nice quiz you know just like you take buzzfeed quizzes and whatnot just take a second click on it take a quiz to see where you rank on the toxicity level and where somebody else in your life might rank and also there's a note um article that dis- uh, discusses going back to your ex. If you're the if you're the person who decided, you know what, I have a really legit good reason for going back to my ex, then please click on that link as well because it really walks you through the things that you need to know about yourself, know about the relationship and how to approach it, you know, so that you don't end up in a situation where everything is kind of falling apart. So it walks you through the process. And then um the other two, um Dorian, if you want to um, so we also have a link about how to get out of a violent relationship. So there is a guide on there. So make sure you click on that and 
figure out how to get yourself out of a violent relationship if you are in one. The last thing that we would like to share with you is the National Domestic Violence Hotline. So again, we have a link, but if you're listening right now, the number is 1-800-799-SAFE or 1-800-799-7233. And it is um, available in more than 200 languages. All calls are free and confidential. Okay. Well, yeah. So that's it, guys. That's it for our episode. Um, I thank you so much for listening. I want to give a special shout out to those of you who have been listening. We are basically barely a month old in this podcasting yes. world. We're still learning um, and we're growing. I think we're growing pretty fast, I want to say. Um, and for people who just dipped our toes into this world <laughs> a month ago, I think we're doing pretty decent. So um For those of you who are listening for the first time, please don't forget once again to subscribe and give us five stars if you enjoyed the episode so others can find it. And for those of you who are, you know, are, you know, OGs who've been here since day one supporting us, you know, shout out to every single one one. of you. You're a real one. Yep. Yep. Y'all real. So keep, keep supporting us. Um, Follow us on social media and keep telling your friends about us (laughs) so then they know as well. And if you really like this episode, please share it with your friends and family who you think might actually, you know, that you like, I think you need Mm -hmm. to break up your ex. Here's this podcast. You should, you should, listen to this. <laughs> Thank you guys and uh we'll see you on the next we'll quarantine episode. The next episode. <laughs> Thank you guys. Bye. Bye.